it is the 26th of july 2019 good morning and welcome to pbe daily the early mornings and late night podcast my name is point blank i'm very grateful that you took the time to actually pick up this particular episode of the podcast shout out to everybody listening to me in the different platforms that have the availability of this anchor sourced uh, podcast it's great when i see when I go through the, the analytics of the app and I'm told which platforms are listening to the podcast from and I really hope to reach a point where all this material that is created currently will be revisited in time and for those who are revisiting whenever you're listening to this I'm grateful for that because I've always loved how recording artists will always say something like a callback to a certain track case in point when Tupac said when when you're done right here hit the hit the stop button and hit the turn and return to the top i'm paraphrasing but it's one of my favorite two-pack songs of all time called picture me rolling and that track always seems to resonate with me because it just means that this guy does not apologize for the fact that he knew he made something amazing and it had, it had a moment and it was going to be timeless in how it was created and with that being said i gotta admit i'm grateful i got to make it to another morning and I really need to learn how to better the way I sleep or I just need to change some of the things that I have on my bed because I think my whole pillow situation gotta be fixed and <laughs> with my checks being late and all that maybe when the money comes in I'll make an effort of making sure my, my sleep is more cozy than it is right now but for now that I even have the chance to sleep counts for a lot of things. I'm grateful that I'm actually able to make another podcast on a Friday morning and as far as the number of mornings I've recorded so far this is the 39th morning podcast i've done um, i haven't done as many evening podcasts but i'm not one to complain about that because i know the reason why that didn't happen and the reason why it would have felt fake if i i did it at that time my attempt at, at having a certain level of integrity with every recording that we do uh is always going to surpass the the need to be seen as a person who seeks as aggressively as it possibly can to be put on a pedestal of creativity My, that is not the agenda that i'm on the, the agenda i'm on is to reach a point in the quality of work that will forever resonate and forever be held on, on in high ground and high regard a perfect example of that would be even in the conversations i've had with fellow creative people and though they're not as many as they should be because i'm one of the most non communicative people in in most, most groups i mean and i apologize for that because sometimes i feel certain things are not to be discussed or certain things are not worthy of being given that much attention because i don't have a dog in that fight or i don't have a horse in that race so i i, I prefer to stay within my 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 realm of understanding and my scope of understanding and i'll chip in when those particular moments come in and I'm grateful that I'm still even given the chance to actually give my two cents whenever I, the chance of, uh, presents itself. With that being said, there was an idea that came across my mind, and actually, I'm sure you are wondering why on earth I would illustrate the town of Tower of Babel on this particular episode of the podcast, and it's because I feel like there's a lot of stuff that is a victim of broken telephone. And by that I mean this, a lot of stuff gets lost in translation when they move from whichever medium they were born in and are translated into another medium and what they feel as far as people are translating the product to affect that which was. Uh, case in point, there was a, a book I spoke about a couple of podcasts back and it's a Stephen King book because I'm currently on 
I initially began with watching 70s films, but I decided let me also get 70s audiobooks and as I built up throughout throughout time. And because audiobooks are the best products for me to listen to when I'm working in the office as I'm animating and creating uh, scene by scene and shot by shot, I I would listen to the first book by Stephen King, which was released in 1974, so still within the wheelhouse of 1970s content. And this particular book was called Carrie, and Carrie was the story of a teenage girl, and when the movie was translated in 2013 into a film, I, I watched a clip, an extract from the film of what they did with the story, and quite frankly, they didn't really marry too closely to the source material. They decided to take certain liberties to increase the uh, the use of certain graphics and graf- graphic languages that are used in, in film nowadays, because you have to keep people's eyes glued onto the screen. So there are certain angles that were taken that may not have worked to the greater advantage of that which was being told but in the end I'm glad they made the film in the first place because it means there's a place for such stories to be told. Another thing I watched was an animated film because I've always been a fan of Warner Brothers animation because I feel the Warner Brothers studios, the animation material surpasses some of what is trying to be achieved by the cinematic live action department and lately that is, has been flipping on itself because a uh, few people will agree but i personally enjoyed the most recent attempt at telling the story of aquaman the aquaman film that came out i think last year or or so that aquaman film was amazing because it didn't take itself too seriously and it did that what it was supposed to do i'm i'm, I'm torn on when it actually came out because time has been flying so fast i mean we're, we're literally just about to enter the, the month of august and it's safe to say this year is gone and when i look at that that film i'm happy about how they decided to even change the character who plays the the aquaman figure because initially the the, the character was a blue-eyed blonde and now we have a Samoan with with brown eyes or hazel eyes depending on how you're standing from and even that continues to bring box office success because it's more inclusivity for people of color and the fact that I have to say the words people of color is even more testament to why this particular topic should be touched on. Uh, Another thing that I watched, if and just to come back to what I was saying about uh, the animation department of Warner Brothers, is I was watching the movie Batman Hush, and Batman Hush is based off of a comic book that was illustrated by one of my favorite illustrators, who is Jim Lee. And the book, though I didn't read as vividly as I spent more time looking at the art, I feel certain things that were being told in the story, or as far as the film goes don't reign true as far as things that the character created would do but then that i think is the essence of storytelling you are not supposed to marry too closely to the idea that was set by the person who wrote before you because you're trying to push the agenda forward and sometimes you have to break uh, the mold in order to make to work the clay and start all over again the character batman has existed for 80 plus years it would be wrong to try and hold it too closely to the initial agenda it had i mean the character initially had guns now he doesn't like guns initially had uh uh him and only him to save the world he had a partner now he has more partners the bat family has, has expanded and there's even more people who are involved in the story who get to include certain elements of storytelling that are of that so people that have physical disabilities can actually be a a, a part of the story i mean it's not a surprise that most people ask themselves how come the character uh 
Professor Xavier in the X-Men can move things with his mind and can control people with their minds but yet he can't control his own body and his own mind to make himself have his feet work again. All these things are subject to what could potentially be used in translation thereafter. Now, the reason why I actually wanted to touch on this topic was because of the care that is given to certain stories and how that care of those stories ends up not probably working on different mediums but since then that idea has expanded way way further and you'll see why in a bit now let's think about it on the film standpoint certain tales made great successes of the kind of product that they were working with as far as the source material is concerned and sometimes the source material when it runs out the story is affected because now creative liberties can be taken thereafter case in point i think based upon my wrapping my head around that which i've just said there's a reason why i had such resistance towards the ending of the one of the most popular tv shows on the planet game of thrones because when i look at the last two episodes for those who haven't watched spoiler alert i apologize but i guarantee you even if i say it and i spoil it you will revisit it years from now and you probably would enjoy it even more or maybe even months from now and you'll enjoy it even more there's copious amounts of entertainment and sometimes because everybody forgets the spoilers they gave you you can actually watch them from a true place when the figure of daenerys targaryen sat on her dragon and had already destroyed the different scorpions that would have killed her dragon and she's sitting and hearing the bells telling her that the city has submitted and that she is now queen of all seven kingdoms and all that and how she snapped instantaneously and decided to do overkill for that situation this is what i now have concluded as what is happening in that case politics has affected that thing this is a i'm reaching i'm really reaching but bear with me the dragon is a representation of the military industrial complex the blonde haired or should i say the clear haired figure is a representation of the different clear haired figures all over europe and the united states who have been seen as having strong stances against people who they consider lesser than the situation happening currently in the uk the election of a donald trump and now the people in america are now becoming even more radical side by side yet the thing i love is the fact that with the different tools we've been given as far as the internet is concerned that power cannot be monopolized the way it was monopolized during the times of slavery and how slavery empires were built thereafter the tale that would have been ended as far as game of thrones is concerned ended up being affected by the political situations in europe and america at the time it's always been the situation it's also the reason why i feel true detective the second season was affected because at that time the political agenda was driven towards the potential of electing more female leaders in certain countries all over the the, the first world as it calls itself uh, yes it helps to bring subliminally the information that we should consider because i feel any person of any gender any sex or any orientation can lead the world it's it's the wisdom and wit of the person that actually dictates how good or how far they can go but 
if the story ends up being affected because you're trying to push to wiggle in an agenda in a tale that had nothing to do with it the story suffers true detective season two suffered because of that it's a personal conclusion that I, I drew because I could tell what was happening. And even award shows, for example. The, the fact that when you look at award shows, uh, initially the whole idea was trying to give merit to the different talents that actually have proven themselves. But then when it became this popular way of entertaining people to have awards be presented to certain actors and, and, and artists in, in different fields that inspire the psyche, subconscious and the emotions of, of people all across the globe, it became an advertising avenue. And the moment that becomes a revenue source, translation of that also gets affected because the agenda becomes pushed. Now, this that I'm saying right now is not in a, in a way trying to destroy the different strides that have been taken in the first world and the strides you're hoping to take in the third world. And I'm only saying first and third world because it's what we've been oriented to think and we suffer the repercussions of our forebears. And hopefully my generation will be the, the last to see things in that way because thanks to the internet we are one world. But it's neither here nor there certain award ceremonies were triggering to lead up to certain political events the first time i saw it and highlighted it was when though he had a very good album from everyone who's told me they've heard the album i personally didn't hear it because i didn't really relate to his music past a, a singular hit track when macklemore beat kendrick lamar as far as album of the year hip-hop album of the year on the same award ceremony that had the theme of the LGBTQ community and same time they had performances by Macklemore with a song where the first lyric is I discovered I was gay again not against what they were trying to put across but then in the years that followed the law was passed making it legal for uh, same-sex marriages to happen in the United States in certain states is it a far-fetched reach to say that that political agenda was a way to sensitize people off of the what was coming thereafter is it a far reach to say that talent and true craft suffered because the agenda was a far above that which was supposed to be achieved is it a far reach and also, I'll throw this into the mix, that the villain character in many TV and film shows end, ended up being the victorious figure in many productions, ended up making sense for most people to relate to people who we'd see as the evil figure in certain productions. I have said time and again, and even in, in some podcasts that happened prior on this platform, I have talked on how it was no surprise a Donald Trump could be elected president of the United States because if you look at how the Thanos figure was made a person with a very singular agenda and he wanted that singular thing to happen and he'll do anything and everything and sacrifice any, anyone to do it, is there no surprise in that happening? By subconsciously giving information or you're trying to vilify a certain person, you end up making them become even more powerful because they looked as they're looked at in a certain way. The more I think the agenda to try demonize 
a figure like Trump, the more it affects the first world. Because then you start making him an empathic figure for the hard, the hard-lined people. And outside all of these things, this is where the Lost in Translation thing comes up. I don't hear the rich talking about it. It's the middle class and the lower classes that are talking about it. These are the people who are the pawns on the on the ground. The titans who are not affecting the gods. This is in, I'm trying to use a parody of Greek mythology. The titans were had to be stopped in order for the gods to have power. And the titans were the parents to the gods. So the super wealthy are the guys who dictate who leaders become in certain parts of the world. It, some of my friends have always said, you have never had a democratically elected leader, period. It's never happened. The guys is democracy, but the true power is in the wealth. Those with money will protect those with more money. And the people who come thereafter will not be granted the chance to actually join the, the money the money makers and the money changers because they become a problem towards that. And another perfect example of that is the fact that when the Romans introduced the plebeian leaders and the plebs were the people who just were the residents of Rome. Only the, the only the Senate could control things and the Senate had people who were actual landowners. They couldn't have a standing army unless the standing army was made by members who of the aristocracy which was the Senate because the Senate came from wealthy families. Now, the manpower became an issue because if you don't have enough people who own land, how will you put, to protect or defend your lands? Translation is everything as far as that is concerned. And that's just potentially me reaching yet again now this morning i told myself i was just going to talk on just film but there's more scopes towards this and i'm gonna take another gander at something that maybe i shouldn't have even touched but from what i was watching just a few minutes ago and i'm hoping to watch some more before i make my way to work uh there's a, a man called carnell white I think I got his name right. Uh, I think his name is Carnell or, or, or Carmel White. I'm, I'm not sure. He's a, 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 a he's a doctor in philosophy, I believe, or he's a lecturer of philosophy. There's an interview he's having with Joe Rogan. It's online. I know it it kind of feels wrong to plug another podcast or a different platform, but just bear with me because some of this information you have to give credit where credit is due. Now, from the Joe Rogan podcast, when I when I was I'm watching that interview and as I'm going, there's something he main, he mentioned in there and again another thing that touches on lost of translation and its philosophy and religion i don't know who where he coined the statement from but I, since I, I heard it from him i'm going to say that my source was him dr white said why is it that socrates never cried and jesus never laughed the way it tailor made to have certain things put out as far as the narrative of certain figures it ends up having us not really have a true connection in how we could take in the information we receive from that because it's a bar set that is so high that we can't really achieve it and by that I mean this when you look at how when you hear about how the, the, figure, the, the Christ figure for those of you who are Christians the Christ figure is this unwavering hard stance figure but man feels certain things at certain times in certain ways. So we'll always fall short of trying to be that perfect figure. That being said, is it no surprise that it's always hard to be the perfect man or the perfect woman? 
the loss of translation happens there in you start beating yourself up because you're not reaching that level of human potential i beat myself up every time when i'm seen as lesser than or i think i'm seen as lesser than because it always happens in my head in my head i feel like i need to constantly defend myself even in situations where it requires me to have my guard completely down and it's always because i feel like i always have to be i'm always lubricating myself and readying myself for the fight and the problem with that is a prob- it's probably taking uh, a toll on my heart because <laughs> my heart can't handle it but recognition of the fact that it's not possible to reach a certain level of nirvana or a certain level of aligned chakras where you could actually be this straight line full cut character and embracing that you can't reach that level of potential is is really huge i mean i'm yet to really draw proper lines as far as this whole thing about information being passed a certain way but in all that the idea of we set bars where we can't really hit them and we try as much as possible to get there and then after we fail or succeed we'll come up with a different way of camouflaging that information is where this whole translation thing comes in one man's revolutionary is another man's evil dictator or evil leader it all comes as a matter of perspective how we translate certain situations is truly born from how we personally see where the stakes lie if the stakes don't work in our favor we'll be the first people to say no shoot that to the, in the foot it shouldn't exist it shouldn't happen but if it works in a way that actually gives us more successes and more thriving opportunities and potential then we will stand behind it 110% we need to find a way in everything that we do be it our careers in our love in our in our in our, in our happiness in our in our way of viewing the world we need to find a way where we break the mold of that which you consider the hard stances and hard lines and hopefully find a balance that once struck we will never complain thereafter and as a person who's trying to tell good stories it, it's hard to try break the mold of what people see as far as social lines and uh and as far as class lines and everything and the only way to break the translation of that is to try find a way where that narrative can be told without being in a position of hard stance and attack i have nothing against the rich because i'd like to join them one day i have nothing against the poor but i hope they'd find a way to not hate the rich so much so that they can't join the fray abundance is something that actually gives us so much happiness and if we don't have abundance we can't really thrive but then again when you have so much abundance sometimes you end up looking down upon everyone else around you it's the same of every empire and that's why some empires fall and my take on how this whole being in a state of reset or reboot i'll say this what america is going through right now is the reset button being hit because now they have to look internally they have to look upon themselves to find solutions for themselves and since every other country that's trying to figure out democracy because those guys have had 300 years of practice we look at them and we say okay based upon what we see them do let's probably not do that and maybe do that there's a michael moore documentary called where do we invade next and when you watch that documentary you realize that most of what they have was 
learned from one of the biggest industrial complexes and biggest industrial empires to ever be created. I still am continuing to marinate on this, but I hope my journey of learning to translate that which is information and that which is everyday life, I will find a balance for myself. And hopefully you'll find a balance for yourself as well. Who knows? Being Friday and being my Friday as far as gig night, you'll be seeing a lot of posts online tonight talking about me being on stage, rocking the microphone and entertaining a crowd that is going to enjoy the very last Friday of this month of July. So for those in Nairobi, Boombox is on, Alchemist Bar, I'll be on stage, Mixmaster Lenny, uh, DJ Lisbon, DJ Cash, and we intend to rock the night away and dance our sorrows away. Dance our month away and reboot to begin the eighth month of the year next year. The eighth month of the year next month and <laughs> enjoy every second of that which we come up with. Say it with me. Be Caesar or be nothing at all. God bless, be good, have a lovely weekend. If I get the chance and I feel inspired enough to make another podcast for the weekend, because we haven't had a weekend edition in a while, I shall gladly do so. Until then, Uno. Greetings again, guys. Major correction I had to make. There's a name I mentioned in this episode, and I got the name wrong. The name of the gentleman is Dr. Cornell West. Cornell West. I said something like Carmel White. I think, and I apologize for that. I just had my facts a little wrong. It's from the Joe Rogan podcast, episode 1325. If you want to watch the entire thing, it's on YouTube and it's available. If you listen to him on different podcasts, go listen to that as well. Just wanted to make that correction. It's Dr. Cornell West. Thanks again for listening, guys. God bless.